Yeah, we, we've, we've had some really, really great guests. Um, and we try to go out of the way. Um, everybody that comes, of course, we do the fresh baked cookies. Uh, huh. And then based on the conversation, um, I try to get to know them without being super creepy, you know, <laughs> before they get there, which is kind of like a little dance. But but if I find out that they, they like a bottle of wine or if they like a certain kind of chocolates or, or something like that, I mean, or if it's their anniversary, we'll, we'll go a little step above and beyond because i mean number one we want them to have a great time but we also want them to come back and we want them to tell everybody else that they had a great time welcome to live let thrive a podcast about the airbnb life the share economy and everything in between here are your hosts micah and steve hello 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 and welcome back to another exciting episode of live let Drive. <laughs> What's up, man? <laughs> back at much. it. Uh, we are back at it. Micah and, and Steve, are... the dynamic duo. Yeah, what episode number are we on? We are on ep- episode 49. 49, and we have a very exciting guest with us who was, uh, I think he was featured in this, or his town was featured in the newspaper for Airbnbs. We have Richard Dixon on. Give it up for Richard. Yeah. Hey, guys. <laughs> RD Richard Dixon. Now, b- real quick, Richard, uh, before because <laughs> he just Micah just told me that uh, that you're going to be on the show, and I I had no time to prepare or nothing, he, so I asked him right before the show. So so who's our guest going to be? And he said he said yeah Richard Nixon, and I was like <laughs> I was like what? <laughs> He's back. He's back to life. And so I just thought it was the funniest thing. Uh, Richard Nixon is going to be on our show. That's a different guy. <laughs> yeah, so Richard Dixon with a D. I okay, cool. All right. So, uh, yeah, so welcome, welcome aboard, man. Thank you for being on our show. Yeah, man, no problem. Thank you guys for the invite. Um, yeah, I just I'm excited about what you guys are doing. I took a look at your uh, your spot and just you know, wow, congratulations, forty nine episodes. That's that's a lot of episodes. That's a lot. That's a whole lot. It's yeah, like three we'll seasons of like Game of Thrones or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. You agree uh, with you a Game of Throner? Yeah. You know, not really, but you know, I just I don't have the time. I wish I could. I got four kids and one on the way. Oh, oh congratulations, man. So Yeah, so we we stay pretty busy. So your yeah, name so so the only thing you can't outsource. Right. So your name fits <laughs> your name fits you then. So yeah. I, <laughs> so we're gonna dive into this show. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> um, so we are yeah, we're live. <laughs> that's funny we, we're, um okay rich richard do you like to go by rich or richard or are you calling richard is fine richard okay tell uh go ahead and tell us about you who, who the hell are you man well, man, I am 39 years old. Uh, been married for 10 years. Got four kids, one on the way. We live in uh, Clarksville, Tennessee, which is about 30, 45 minutes north of Nashville. So we started Airbnb uh, about. We actually bought the the location about two years ago, and my dad had a massive stroke um, about four years ago, and I became his power of attorney. And uh, one of the things that I was kind of charged to do is just uh, make sure that his his estates kept up. And I try to make it, you know, the financial advisors said, your job is basically make as much money as you can uh, for the next generation of Dixons. 
And so one of the things my dad always loved, he didn't really trust the market. You know, he didn't really, I guess, understand it. I don't really understand it either. But one of the things that he understood and I really have, have grown appreciation for is this real estate. And so we found this property uh, on a, it was like a foreclosure sale. And we got it for, for a real cheap deal. But the thing is, it's it's kind of a, an, an orthodox kind of property. It's it's We call it a tiny house. We call it a Tennessee tiny house because it's only like 950 square feet. It's like a 1923 farmhouse. And so we bought it. And we renovated it, a complete renovation, uh, new, you know, flooring, gutted the kitchen, bathroom, all that kind of stuff. And so we thought about renting it. And a couple of real estate agents in the area said, well, you may be able to rent it for about nine fifty a month. And we were thinking that might be pretty good because it's a one bedroom, one bath. When we renovated it, we added a loft area. And we were thinking, well, that'd be okay. And so for about three months, we tried to rent it. And we only had like one serious kind of option. And that guy had like a big dog. And so I didn't want to mess up the floors. And and so I thought about this whole Airbnb thing. And I'm talking to my wife and we said, well, let's try it out. And so since August of last year, uh, we've been rocking it and, and really, really, really been doing well. Also in the local area, my full-time job is I'm a full-time pastor at a local church. Oh, wow. Sorry for that er- joke earlier, by the way. <laughs> you don't have to apologize, man. It's all good. <laughs> that was so funny, though. <laughs> You're so cool, dude. Oh man, <laughs> there's no shame in your game. <laughs> all good. <laughs> wow. So this is really interesting. First off, you gave us a lot of information. Um, Tennessee, Clarksville. It's out. You said it's um, in outside of Memphis. Right outside of Nashville. So oh, Nashville. Middle Tennessee, yeah, like Nashville's right in the middle of the, the state. And Clarksville is right above it. And one of the biggest things we got going for us here is Fort, Car- uh, Fort Campbell Army Base is like the third largest like army base in the nation. And so it's like right next door to us. Oh, sweet. Um, He's over there by Lucas Carl. Oh, nice. So we've, we've interviewed, you're the second person in that area we've interviewed. Really? Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, that's pretty cool. You yeah, gotta, yeah. yeah, you got to tell me who that guy was. Uh, Lucas Carl. We got to figure out what episode. I, I, we'll, we'll let you know what episode. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're the awesome. I, I just realized you I didn't realize you were in that area. Now, here's here's, cool. here's what came to mind immediately was, um, isn't Nashville have, like, real strict Airbnb rules? Yeah, so Nashville was in the news, like, over the last year. And it got kind of scary because Nashville is, like, a booming town. Nashville is, like the place you want to be at we had everything going on last year national national predators went to stand the cup there's all kinds of stuff going on and so the housing area the housing market is ridiculous in Nashville right now houses are on the market literally for hours wow. they're sold and because of that people are spending a lot of money in the Nashville area people are afraid that airbnbs are going to bring down the property value because you got these super nice homes or seven hundred thousand dollars or more sometimes and then you get this airbnb right beside you and so people are scared about that and so they've been petitioning the city to basically ban them but the thing that's cool about the state of tennessee is that the the state legislature has basically warned nashville that if you try to do that we're going to make a law that says you can't ban that 
And so right now they're still able to do it. There may be a few restrictions, but I'm, I'm the, like the county outside of it. So there's virtually no restrictions on us. That's, that's great. Uh, that's great. So, so um, I guess my question is, okay, so you haven't, I guess you wouldn't, wouldn't have intended, like, attended like town hall meetings or anything because it's not in your county, right? It's just near you. No, it hasn't, you know, but, but the ripple effects are still there. Um, and mm-hmm. so it, it kind of promoted me or, or prompted me to try to reach out to my local, uh, 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 what do they call it, municipalities and, and mm-hmm. uh, city commissioners, all that, because I've been asking them, I'm like, you know, like right now, there's no collection of local fees. And I started to talk to my tax professional and they were like, you need to check about your local fees. And so I called the county clerk's office and I said, hey, you know, I got this Airbnb, you know, am I going to be liable for anything? They said, well, you're going to be liable for for hotel and motel tax. Mm-hmm. And I said, so, so, and this is all new to me. And it's like not, it's, it's not like when you start doing this that you just get a book and it tells you to do everything. And, and so... Basically, they looked at an Airbnb in my city as like a hotel and a motel, which they collect taxes on them monthly. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, whoa. But the, another cool thing is Airbnb just signed a contract with Tennessee. And so they're going to automatically take out local taxes when people um, when people book. So nice. I don't really have to worry about it right now. Uh, quick question. Are they taking out state taxes or local taxes or both? Oh. Uh, um, that's a great question. They said local taxes, but I think it might be state taxes as well. That's a really good question. I'm in the process uh, of doing my taxes right now for that. Yeah, if we were if we were on video, I'd give you a wink, wink. Usually, it's just the state, but uh, mm. you know, it's sometimes you know it's a little bit better to ask for forgiveness than to ask for permission. You know, the tax guy. I remember, you, remember you talking to a pastor now. So. <laughs> Exactly. You're all about forgiveness, man. Sorry, you know, sorry. You, yeah, you, I am. Unfortunately, not everybody else is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, because I, well, because I know in, in our in our particular city in Arlington, Texas, they they take out state, but not city. You have okay. to. They take your city. Now, I noticed that for a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the city tax is like I think not what nine percent. <laughs> wow. Yeah, and then the state six, so it comes out to like fifteen percent in taxes. Yeah, it's pretty high. Wow. But and and then our legislature, the biggest thing they wanted to do was, hey, we'll pay taxes. We just don't want to pay the same taxes as hotels. Right. So that's another thing. Like if you want to get, like if you you want to get with the municipality or if they ever try to push anything, that'd be one thing to push for. Is like, hey, we'll pay taxes, just don't tax us as much as the hotels because they're you know they're a big giant. Exactly. And the other thing is they, they are confused on how they even enforce it because mm-hmm. other than they don't know what kind of business you actually have is kind of like the honor system. Uh-huh. Wow. Because, I mean, they have no – I mean, Airbnb is not going to give them all your records. I mean, that so there's really no way to enforce it unless you just say, hey, this is what I did. Uh, this is how much money came in. Oh, well, well, I don't think they give you your records, but they will – now – Okay, because this is what we found out. We just found this out. How long did we find this out, Steve? Probably like a few, probably a month ago. We found out that Airbnb, if a city or state requests it, they will give up your address. Oh, okay. Yeah, they turned over all our addresses in Arlington. Like, everyone got a letter in the mail. If you had an Airbnb posting, 
they mm-hmm. will I guess they will comply and turn over their address. So that was kind of like, whoa, we didn't we didn't know that, but yeah, we wow. found out in town hall meetings. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It sounds like I need to join some of those. Yeah. Yeah, if they start holding those, definitely join them because the people that show up are usually the people that don't like Airbnb. So <laughs> here's here's something cool about about where you're at. Because you're you're in the perimeter your perimeter ah, perimeter of Nashville, and mm-hmm. uh, what we're worried about here in Arlington is mm-hmm. um, they're starting to get vocal about you know a little bit of anti Airbnb going on you know stricter rules and this and that, and so mm-hmm. what I was telling Micah I was like you know it might even if it if it starts to you know there's everything happens for a reason but something you know they start ban let's say they ban it in Arlington or they make it super strict. The perimeters is where you want to be. I mean, you're still just a few minutes away, right? That's exactly right. I mean, we're we're right around 45 minutes from downtown Nashville, which is uh-huh. not too bad. It's like mostly interstate. So, so <clears throat> technically, you're right. Like right now, it's it's still kind of gravy for the people in Nashville because they're the average night stay in Nashville is like 200 bucks a night, which is a lot more than what I'm charging. But they can do it. Because they're, you know, like everybody wants to go downtown Nashville for events and concerts and that kind of thing. But you're right. Once that, if they did kind of put even further restrictions on them, that business is going to come straight to us. Sweet. That's where you want to be, Micah. Yeah. And how how big is your Airbnb? I know you said you had a loft or what did you say you had in it? So, so it's 950 square feet, and essentially, um, and it's and we've got a website called TennesseeTinyHouse.com. And you can check it out. It's got it's it's really kind of awesome because it's got it doesn't feel tiny even though it's called a tiny house. Um, it's got large living rooms. It's got one bedroom. It's got twin beds in the loft, and the couch pulls out into a twin. So it actually that's our name on Airbnb is Tennessee Tiny House Sleep Six. So it actually sleeps six individuals, you know, pretty comfortably when they stay. So. We've had lots of um, like bat, like uh, bridal parties spend the night. They think because we had it professionally decorated, um, it's kind of got a you know not to sound you know anti-masculine, but it's got a a, a, a farmhouse chic look to it, and uh, so it's really pretty classy. We've we've been um, of course in the newspaper you mentioned, also in our local magazine called VIP Clarksville, and so. It's 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 it looks really nice. It looks like it could be in like a servant, southern living kind of magazine. Hold on a second. I pulled up your website. I want every one of our listeners to go to this guy's website because this is how you run a business right here. This guy isn't an Airbnb host. This guy is a true business owner. This I love your website. I love it. Um, he does oh, wedding night you, packages, romantic getaway packages, short term getaway packages. That's how you become a business. That's who I want. I want people to be short-term rental business owners, and this is like the true definition of. Definitely check out TennesseeTinyHouse.com. The only, the only problem is nobody knows how to spell Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> that is not true. That is T E N N E S S E E. It's not as cool as Mississippi. You know, in the South. You know, in the South. You know. We have a, a cool way of spelling Mississippi. Do you guys know what it is? <laughs> no. What is uh, it? It goes M I crooked letter I crooked letter crooked letter I P P I. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So are you, are you from Mississippi? It sounds like you are. No, I'm actually. Um, I grew up in West Tennessee, about 15 minutes from the Mississippi border and 25 minutes from the Alabama border. 
So I'm kind of like in the tri-state area, but all we know that that's just deep south. Yeah, that's you know cornbread and you know that kind of thing. Nice. Wow. Um, he even has a tour. One last thing about his Vic. He even has a tour, a YouTube tour of his place. Gets no better than this. Speaking of that, we've got, um, we actually got a professional photographer. Like if you're selling a home in, in, in the middle Tennessee area, there's this uh, business called House Lens and they take pictures of your house, but they also do a video. So they kind of got this, it's not a fisheye lens, but it's kind of that just beautiful, seamless walk through a home tour. And so we hired them to do that because one of the first thing I like, you know, we were completely ignorant about Airbnb. And so we started reading books and how do you do this right? And so the, the number one thing everybody said was you need professional pictures. Like mm-hmm. your pictures are like gold. And so we went out we, and it wasn't too bad. We spent, you know, 150, 200 bucks to get professional pictures done and to do the video. Wow, that is nice. I love that video. You don't have to send me your videographer so I can get one of those. You checking this out, Steve? I'm I'm trying. My internet's slow. Oh, here it goes. A Tennessee tiny house. I like it. Forty dollars off. Oh. Heck yeah. Yeah. No, that's become an Airbnb house. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna tie no, up all your, your huh? That's actually your first time. If you're a first time Airbnb yeah. user, they give you forty dollars off. Uh, I have a quick question about oh, your site. Oh, I see. I noticed when I click book now, it takes me to Airbnb. Have you ever yes. thought about taking bookings directly on this website? I have, and to be honest, I've looked at a couple things, and I was just a little nervous about doing that. Um, there are certain protections with Airbnb. You know, they got that million-dollar policy, and that's even though I heard it's a little difficult to kind of get some of that back, it's still a a safety net. You know, if I was mm-hmm. to do it directly myself, I'm incurring you know, 100% of the liability versus having somebody else doing that. So, and to be honest, you know, and you guys might give me some information on this. The the booking fee that Airbnb charges is super minimal. So I don't really know what the huge difference would be. To actually, here is a good, uh, what I find is most of them, what you can do, most of them are going to charge 3%. Like if you use Stripe, it's going to charge you 3%. Mm-hmm. But I work with Guesty a lot. And the guy I work with, my account manager, he just said, hey, if you call uh, if you call Stripe and tell them what you do for business, they can lower it down to like 1.9. I haven't done it yet, wow. but if they allow me to do that, I'm definitely – because I, I do take direct bookings from my website. Um, wow. And yeah, so if you get that 1.9, it kind of helps you out on the fees. Yeah, I understand the protection standpoint, though. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, it's not. It's. I mean, you, I mean, I've heard that. You know, and I've thought about it. I've heard of like Bookings dot com and a couple of different other places. Um, I've heard of Getsy, and it. I mean, it's a it's a different way of, of promoting yourself. I mean, I also do a vacation rental by owner as well. Um, but it, it's it's a different clientele. It's it's kind of interesting how Airbnb is, at least from from my vantage point, mostly younger. Um, mm-hmm. and, and the, the, the amount of money that they spend a lot of times is less than vacation rental by owner. You have a lot, I mean, for whatever reason, they, they have a different price range and I end up getting more money from vacation rental by owner than I do from Airbnb. 
Oh, definitely. <clears throat> definitely. Um, I noticed that as well. It's definitely the demographic, like you pointed out. Um, you can definitely up those prices, and I think baby boomers are more than willing to pay that extra that extra fee, you know? That's right. Okay. Yeah. I'd like to dive into the house. Um, so if you, if you don't mind telling us how, how much, you know, how much did you, did you pay for it and how much did you have to put in to, to fix it up? And, and then after right. that, tell us about the whole professional decorating thing. Cause that's, I'm fascinated yeah. by that. Yeah. Well, you know, you guys are all in my business. So, so, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so basically, you know, we went to, um, uh, me and a buddy of mine, we were looking at, going into business and, and trying to see how we could so make an investment on real estate. And so we found the property and it was listed at $25,000 for the house and almost an acre, about three quarters of an acre. And so it was, it was first time buying a house at an auction, a sight unseen. It was pretty much like those shows you see, which was kind of, you know, exhilarating and super duper scary at the same time. And so went to the courthouse, nobody else was there. Uh, went to the bank, got cash out, and just brought this cash with me to the courthouse. And I was the only bidder and got it. And I had a, and the good thing, and I had a team kind of lined up. Uh, my buddy is a contractor, a licensed contractor in Tennessee and Kentucky. He builds $400,000 homes. And I talked to him before this. We went out to kind of, you know, visually look at it from the outside. And... You know, he's like, this is no problem. This is an easy thing. And so basically we've got about 35 into the, the renovation. And so it's, I guess with that 60 total, right around 60. And, I mean, the house was, it wasn't in complete disrepair. But, I mean, if you're looking at the, the, the walkthrough video, it's completely different than what it I mean, on our Facebook page, we also have a Facebook page called a Tennessee Tiny House. Um and you can see, you know, some of the old pictures of how it looked. It was dark. It was kind of gruesome looking. And now it's like super bright, tons of natural light all through the house. Awesome. Wow, man. So, that um, is awesome. so you got it. You got it fixed up nice. And then, how did you go about finding a professional decorator? And what all? And what all did they do? And how much did they cost? Well, right. Well, here the thing about it is amazing. There is a a a tag team duo of ladies and they have a, 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 an organization, a business called lilies in the field. And so basically they had just started out, um, early last year. And one of them does like professional, like, um, like women trying to find clothes to wear. She's like a professional like dresser. She'll like take you dress, you make your wardrobe look amazing. The other one is all an interior decorator. And so as they were kicking off their business, they, you know, I, you know, I, I knew one of them and they basically offered to do the project for free. All I had to do was pay for everything, but the consultation, what to buy, you know, making it look gorgeous. That was part <clears throat> of the developing of their portfolio. But what I found out is that's the, what she provided was about a $3,000 service. Wow. Oh, why? Yeah. Why should you do it for free? Well, they were developing their, their portfolio. They wanted something that oh. they could show off so that they could get more business. That's awesome. 
Yeah, because they because you know it's it's like brand new in the in in the city, brand new for them, and so you know they wanted to use me almost like a test guinea pig. Like, are are, are they doing things that other people would like? And so what um, her name is Joni. And what Joni did was basically we sat down and like, what is your vision for this place? And just really simply, my vision, I want this to be the best Airbnb location in the city. Oh. If somebody's going to stay other than a hotel, and even if it's, you know, even hotels included, I want them to be this place. I want it to be home away from home. But we knew that it wanted to be comfortable, yet fashionable to go along with the whole farmhouse feel. And, and that's what she produced. I mean, and she picked everything um, down, the little pictures on the wall, the little things on the side table. Uh, we, we, we got together and we figured out, because I've, I've got a little knack for, 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 for home design, but not the, not the interior design. I do like the kitchen, if you look at that with the farmhouse sink and the white shaker cabinets. I picked those things out, but the soft stuff, like the materials, the colors, that was all her. The lamps, the even the going down to the bedding and the rugs. I mean, the professional decorator that's really well, they are imagining if you were to walk in a place and it would feel like home. Wow. Now, now um, how did they um, – I'll, I'll go ahead and say, how much, how much, how much did they spend like, on, on decorating the place? Yeah, the all of the decorations, um, it was somewhere around thirty five hundred bucks. That's it. And yeah, yeah, we she and the, another thing she did was find deals. Mm-hmm. Like you know, it's like I, like I'm watching a video right now, and I'm looking at the upstairs loft and like the beds. Like she would find like these amazing looking beds. Like there was a show on HGTV, and it was like these, you know tens of thousands of dollars rooms and then they would find something very similar for a fraction of the cost and so that's essentially what she did and she would go to i don't know if you guys have tj maxx she would go to target um she would do you know etsy all these little places to find the right thing find stuff on deals and bargains and, and she was just hustling to find the right piece for the right price Geez, see wow. that's a, that's always my fear. Like if I'm gonna hire a professional decorator, they're just gonna they're gonna say, "Give me your wallet," and then go crazy. <laughs> you know, spend like thirty grand on stuff. But wow, thirty five hundred dollars—that's yeah. insane. And we ha- and we we had to have the budget. So basically, she said, "How much do you want to spend?" And so you know, going through the numbers, I'm like, "You got this amount." She's like, "Okay, it's tight, but I think we can do it." And so. I mean, she made it work. I mean, it was it was a really a brilliant um, project, and you know that's part of the team. That was one of the cool things. Like like we had to orchestrate a team to get it going. So from the contractor to the decorator, and right now one of my number one team members is my cleaning lady. I mean, she. I mean, if and I, I tell her all the time. I said, if you don't do your job right, you know, my business is gone, and so is yours. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's a, yeah, and, that's great. And we've got like a zero hair policy. I mean, there's got. I mean, this thing has <laughs> to be cleaner than clean because we want people to to never find anything wrong with it, so they always want to come back. And we've got. Um, if you ever go to our uh, Airbnb uh, um, page, I mean, we've got nothing but 
it's not just five star reviews, but and I'm I'm just gloating on my cleaning lady and the decorator mm-hmm. and the contractor. But if you look at our reviews, they're not just great five. These are amazing five star reviews. People are like, there's uh, no way possible I would ever go to a hotel. This place is like, I mean, our last review, uh, I actually put it on our, our Facebook page uh, not too long ago. We had from the other day. And they said, this place is like, you know, or two times ago, this place is like magic. <laughs> and so we we want it to be, I don't know if you're familiar with Airbnb. They've got these, these new Airbnb Plus things. Have you heard about that? Yeah. I mean, it's not even in our area yet, but that's like a goal that we want to attain to. Like, we want to be that where people, if they, even if they're in Nashville, they want to come here and stay here. Uh, the Airbnb Plus, uh, have you been hearing the downsides of that? Uh, no, but it sounds like you're going to bust my bubble, though. <laughs> uh, I mean, no, no. Like, I mean, you, you kind of just have to accept anyone who comes up. I don't know if you kind of vet your guests kind of takes guest vetting out of it because you got to have to pretty much accept anyone well I, i'm imagining I, and i'm only imagining because i saw the live presentation they did it sounded kind of cool but i'm imagining yeah. if you were airbnb plus location then you could probably charge more as well yeah that's true so if you're charging more it's i mean once you get to a certain you know dollar mark you're eliminating um, a certain population of people that might just want to go and crash your place and destroy it. Yeah, I'll, I'll let you know how it goes. One of my properties is in review. Come on, man, that's awesome. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if I want to though after I read that, <laughs> <laughs> but but it's from one of my uh, offsite timeshare properties. So if they bust it up, then it's on their credit card. On you know. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll, right. but yeah it's still in review I, I don't know how long the review takes but it's been like that for like three weeks wow mike is all about um control he does, he's ye of little, yeah. little faith you know what i'm saying <laughs> you must have had some bad situations happen <laughs> um not really bad it's just i'm, I'm just i'd rather i don't not bad just some things that you can go to airbnb or i'd rather have the guests just come straight to me yeah, these right. are these are some awesome reviews you have here. This is a beautiful house. This guy looks like Will Smith that stayed at your house. Oh, <laughs> it's Victor. Never mind. He looks just like Will Smith if you look at that picture, man. I was like, <laughs> yeah, we we've we've had some really really great guests, um, and we try to go out of the way. Um, everybody that comes, of course, we do the fresh baked cookies, uh, huh. and then based on the conversation. Um, I try to get to know them without being super creepy, you know, before they get there, which is kind of like a little dance. But but if I find out that they they like a bottle of wine or if they like a certain kind of chocolates or, or something like that, I mean, or if it's their anniversary, we'll, we'll go a little step above and beyond. Because, I mean, number one, we want them to have a great time, but we also want them to come back and we want them to tell everybody else that they had a great time. Wow! I, I yeah, love- this review I've written. The, the welcome cookies were amazing. Yeah, yeah, That's they awesome. really are good cookies. I I love that's that front awesome. porch and. Um- I think that that's um, that's that's a great touch because uh, you know a lot of Airbnbs you look them up or, or anyways I've, I've looked them up and and it's it's mostly just you know photos of the inside of the house this and that and you're like okay I get I get a feel for what's what I'm gonna do I'm gonna be in for you know there's two or three bedrooms there. there's a bathroom or two 
kitchen looks okay, but you're like, but they got this, these, these, uh, like you said, you use a professional photographer, but they got these yeah. shots of this front porch and you got the horses in the background and you got some rocking chairs and a little table. And automatically I'm thinking, wow, I already know how I'm going to be experiencing my vacation. I'm going to be out on the front porch with my wife, maybe my baby, you know, and we'll, you know, we might have like a little, some, a bottle of wine right there and just be chilling and just enjoying the view and enjoying the nature around us. It just ah, really, it really draws, um, the, uh, the potential guest in, you know, to, to the experience. You know, and one of the things we added, um, you know, I, I love, I mean, I'm sure you guys have probably heard like the Rich Carlton is you know, allegedly one of the best, um, uh, customer services experiences that you could ever have. And so in designing this, we wanted not just the place to look good, but we also wanted the customer service, the whole experience to be great. And so we really researched what they did and even some of the packages. Um, recently, in the last three or four months, we, we added a fire pit, a propane fire pit. It's a really large one, so people could you know relax and Adirondack chairs around the fire in the spring and summer. And we added a pergola in the back, which is super cool. And we did all that because we wanted to give people multiple options to, to be inside and enjoy the inside and the outside equally. Sweet. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's, that's cool. I mean, that's a big part of it. It's a cottage, right? That's where you're, you're yeah, well, it, yeah. It's a, it's a farmhouse. It's, farmhouse. it's, it's a 1923 completely renovated farmhouse. I mean, it, it's almost, you know, a hundred years old. Yeah, man, I'm looking at your Facebook page, and I'm truly amazed how you've turned this into a full-fledged business. This is what people need to do, like how you're doing it. And thanks for the Live, Let, Thrive shout-out, too. Uh, that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, Always cross-promoting cross everything. Yeah, this is this is nice, man. I actually liked how you did that. I actually liked that, uh, that 360 view of the house on your Facebook page. That's pretty cool. Yeah, on the the cover page, the cover, yeah, on the cover page. Yeah, yeah. There's this there's this great um, website called Promo that makes little videos for you, and I mean it's super slick, super easy. And so we thought the first thing when you go to our our Facebook page, Tennessee Tiny House Facebook page, that you want to see the inside of it, and you're going to be able to read people's reviews. It was better than a hotel, you know, all those kind of things. What's and the name of that been, website? It's called Promo, P R O M O. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's it's we made several little videos with that, and it's just, you know, it's it's just super easy to use, but they look really slick. And you know, one of the goals that we have is is not just you know mostly Airbnb are going to be people from out of town, but we were trying to figure out a way to get as many in town guests as out of town guests. So we could completely fill up the calendar like all the time. And so one of the things we're, we're, we're still in the process of trying to perfect is these packages and trying to give people options. So we've been marketing locally. Uh, we got in the newspaper a week or so ago. Uh, that was really, really huge for us. Because, um, number one, most people don't think Airbnbs are, are are desired in a city. So they put us on the front page of the newspaper. We have, you know, of course... With Airbnb um, or with Facebook advertising, we, we, we pro promoted that and get that out, you know, to several thousand more people. And we've just had great feedback so far. I mean, we've got, you know, several. I mean, one of the cool things, the biggest booking that, that we've ever had 
um, is going to come up at the end of May. There's somebody booked for 42 nights in a row. Wow. And we're like, wow. And we're like super excited, super duper excited about that one. Because, I mean, of course, that's tons and tons of profit. But at the same time, it's just that the word about our little place um, is, is going further and further. That's amazing. Yeah, it is, man. I'm, I'm, you're inspiring me to keep create me a promo video. <laughs> Definitely, man. This All is right. inspiring, man. All right, so let's step back a little bit. So you, you heard you, when did you start thinking of like, well, we we okay this, but this this would be better as an Airbnb. And what kind of like, um, I know there's not, I, I don't know, there's not one handbook to follow. But what um, what 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 helped you through that process of making it, you know, Airbnb ready and um, and knowing what to do with your pricing and all that stuff. What what helped you um, get to get the courage to get going and and um, gave you great ideas for that. Yeah, well, one of the big things is just, you know, Googling everything I could possibly find. Um, and also, you know, in the last few months, just on this um, Airbnb professional host um, site, it's got 19,000 Airbnb host on it. And so just gleaning from what people are doing has been really beneficial. Um, one of the big things that helped me out, if I can find it, um, there has been a book and i'm looking for it right now so i don't misquote it but it's it's basically this airbnb guide that uh one i guess he is a super host he started to to write and that thing really helped me out i mean down to the template of how you communicate with people and just and the frequency of how to communicate with people because at first how you how you communicate with people is, is to me is just as important as your pictures because it's the whole experience that separates airbnb from like a hotel it's like when people say they're interested it's called the airbnb profit blueprint it's by a guy named aaron mcdaniel it's only Mm -hmm. like 10 bucks on amazon and 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 that was really one of the keys is just learning how to communicate to be honest you know, I'm in the people business being a pastor, but I have learned how to be so much more hospitable just by having an Airbnb, catering to people's needs and anticipating people's desires and communication. Um, it, it, it's, it's, it's made me a better you know, servant. I, I think I even treat my wife better because I'm learning how to take care of other people better. That's and, awesome. <laughs> and, and, and that that book helped out a lot. Um, j- because it's just, I mean, it, just a little bit of, of research helped me. Now I've got templates. Like as soon as somebody, you know, like emails me or, or, or messages me, I already have a, an automatic email. I'll, I'll tailor it a little bit with their name and, you know, anything specific, but I'm giving them all the information they want. So immediately they think I'm the best communicator in the world. And and, and it teaches you how to not communicate too much, but communicate just enough. And if they think you're a great communicator, then the experience before they even hit the door is going to be almost five stars. And then as soon as they see the place and it looks just like the location and the pictures, and I didn't oversell anything, um, they've got a five-star experience the first minute they walk through the door. Wow. It's just crazy. On our episode 47, we talked about communication is a huge part of getting a five-star review. Exactly. And I'm happy. Yeah, I'm happy you pointed that out. Now, because I was telling Steve, I automated all my messages to be sent at a specific time. And ever mm-hmm. since I've done that, 
I get five star views like left and right. I'm happy you pointed that out. And, and I, yeah, I've thought about that. To be honest, I kind of like it to to be able to be the the, the one who sends it. I think that's pro- what I, I want to get eventually another location. I probably will have to automate it at that point. But you're right. I mean, to be able to send it at the right time, an hour mm-hmm. after somebody books. Uh, I mean, after they check in, I'll send another one. Thank you so much for booking with us. If I want this to be the best experience possible. If you need anything, here's all my information. Just let me know. And so those little reassurances are things that you're not going to get the quality from a hotel like. And mm-hmm. it just it just makes it a completely different experience. I'm I'm writing down stuff like crazy. I'm learning <laughs> I'm learning a bunch from this episode. I, yeah, I me really, too, man. I really need to up my game. Um, <laughs> what what um, okay. Let's say okay when you mean when you're meaning like um, you hit them back with information right away. Let's say do they um, you get a message from somebody saying oh I love your place. We're thinking about mm-hmm. going in May. Um, and mm-hmm. um, I don't know. Do they ask you like a general question? And, and how do you respond? How do you respond to them? Yeah, like a general typical, you know, question is like, "Hey, love the way your place looks. Um, interested in coming? Um, you know, what? How far are you away from this place?" Uh, my typical response would be, "You know, you know their name and thank you so much for your interest in our place. You're going to love it here." And then I'll go to answering their questions, and then at the end, just like, uh, "Please let me know if you have any other questions." And then thank them again. Thank you again for your interest in our place, and then my name. Um, but once they book, um, I've got a whole overview and, and, and it's not way too long, but it kind of gives them the ins and outs of the house. You know, we've got cable, we've got internet, Wi-Fi, um, we've got, you know, kitchen pots and pans and all those kind of things. No pets park in the front, all of those basic things that you would want to know if you were staying somewhere overnight, we include amenities like, you know, toothbrush, toothpaste, we have a washer and dryer, so we've got all that kind of stuff for you. Um, anything that they would want to know to get them ready. Um, that's typically, and then I usually won't contact, it depends on how far away it is. If they book it months ahead, about a week before, it's like, for example, I've got somebody coming in on Friday, and they booked a couple of months ago. Well, I haven't contacted them since the first couple of messages but i contacted them the other day just to tell them how excited i was that they were going to be coming at the end of the week that's awesome wow <laughs> yeah i'm stepping my airbnb game up after talking to you man you're, you're going above and beyond that's gonna be the name of this episode above and beyond above and beyond that's some next and, level and, stuff and to be honest it, it's super simple mm-hmm. and and i mean it's it's not that doesn't cost any more money it's the extra message which takes you know 15 20 seconds yeah that's that's, yeah now now do you send like okay you said then after they book you send them all the information that they're going to need do you um do you send that an email form or do you send it in a in an airbnb message i send it through the airbnb message and only because i you know i want it to i want to have another set of eyes on things (laughs) so you know uh, you know, thank God nothing has gone really negative. We had one kind of weird situation where somebody didn't want to check out exactly on time, but nothing where anything, a destruction of property too bad ha- has happened. But I think if, at least this is the way I feel, it gives me a lot more security knowing that the communication is through a platform where there's other eyes and, and more accountability on it in case something did go south. Uh-huh. 
yeah, and I always communicate through the app too, man. I'm definitely really big on that. And here's a, a main reason why I asked that, because um, I do I do a similar thing. I send a I send them like a, a message with all the details and everything, how to get in the house, you know, what all's in mm-hmm. there, restaurants around the area, and right. and I and I sent that, and it's funny because. And hey, you know, at the, at, when I started out, I was trying to beef up my five star reviews, and, and and Micah might have rented a night, you know what I'm saying? And so, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I sent him the general, the message that I send to everybody. Oh, thank you so much, Micah, for booking. Here's how you get in. Here's all the restaurants, everything around the area. And of course, Micah, being the funny guy he was, he goes, "Whoa, do I got to read all that?" <laughs> <laughs> Right. <laughs> and so I know he was joking, but I was like, I wonder, I wonder if I am writing too much right off the bat, you know, on the <laughs> welcoming a guest in. Yeah, and, you know, and I, I could completely see that, but I don't think, you know, unless you're, you know, it's kind of like the the guy who's trying to go out with the girl, and so he sends her like eighteen texts. I wouldn't do that, but giving them more than enough information, at least in my opinion, I don't think it's a bad thing as long as the frequency is not too much. Oh, okay, okay. Now, you see what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you mean. Now, do you um, do you meet your guests at the place to check them in? Um, as much as I can. I mean, there's, there's, I, I like to because that that's that extra touch um, of let me and I, and when I do, it's it's really brief. It's like you know, hey, you know, I wait at the door for them. I try not to be creepy and walk to their car. But I wait till they get out, come up to the step, and and I say, hey, let me give give you a quick overview, and I kind of give them the history about the house in just under a minute, and show them where the bedroom is, show them where the little gift basket is, show them the fresh baked cookies, show them where all the stuff is, the extra linens, and then I walk them outside and show them the you know the the, the extra seating areas and where the fire pit is, and if they need anything, let me know. And then, to be honest, you know, we might cut up for maybe a minute, but then I want to get out because, you know, it's like the old thing. If you want to meet people, uh, you know, impress people, live a great impression, I want to leave on a high note. I don't want to stay uncomfortably long, but get in, you know, impress them with with the place and then leave. And then I usually give them, like I said, about an hour later, a follow up um, text or a message uh, just to thank them again for booking with us. Wow, that's amazing. But yeah. there are situations where, you know, they, they're checking in at 10 o'clock at night. And in that situation, of course, I'm not going to be there. But we've got um, – we, we kind of opted for a different um, thing. It's called Igloo Home. Have you guys heard of that one? No. Igloo Home is basically a smart lockbox that's right – I don't know if, if you look on our, our Facebook page of the front door. There's this little box right beside the front door. And it links to Airbnb. So somebody – as soon as they book – they get a they get an igloo home um, email, and it gives them the, like the an hour or so before they actually check in. It gives them the pin code, and so they put their hand over it, and it basically gives a time sensitive code. So the time they they they're they're eligible to go to the place at three o'clock check in to eleven a.m. on the day they check out, they can open and close that box, and so that gives them the key to the front door if I can't be there. Oh, nice, nice, nice. Um, so you never thought of using like a, a digital lock or anything like that? I did. Um, I, actually, I, I wanted to do that, but 
at least I haven't found the one. Now I found out that Igloo Home has developed one like this, but I wanted one that would sync with Airbnb. So I didn't want to take the extra step, and maybe laziness on my part, but I didn't want to have an extra hoop to jump through after somebody books. But with this, it's synced. So when they book with Airbnb, they automatically get the code to the lockbox. Oh, sweet. Quick question. How, how far along would they, like, let's say someone booked, the guy books in May, does he already have a code to your lockbox? No, no, no. He gets okay. a he gets a a, a introductory e- introductory email that basically tells them that they're going to be getting the code. But let's say my check in time is always three o'clock. They mm-hmm. get the igloo home email with the actual pin at two o'clock. But uh, it's it's not active until three o'clock. Oh, okay. So you have a lock similar to one of mine. That, yeah, I like that that, that igloo home. I have to take note of that. So what was the moment you like, I guess maybe a, a guest um, left a, a great review or they told you like something like really cool that you felt like, wow, this is this is great what we're doing. You know, this is uh, we love this Airbnb thing and, and we want to keep doing it. I would say, um, you know, to be honest, it was our, our very, very first guest. Um, you know, we were super nervous. Um, Because we had never done it before. We didn't know if this was going to be a train wreck or was it going to be great. We just didn't know. And her name was Jen. And I found out later on that you shouldn't take pictures of your guests. But the very first guest that we had, uh, she, she allowed us to take a picture. And so as soon as she pulled up, she enjoyed, you know, the architecture of the home. She enjoyed the history of the home. She thought it was the greatest thing ever. And so her enthusiasm, I mean, that that made me enthusiastic about what we were doing. And so it's like hosting is, I don't, I don't know about you guys, but hosting is fun for me. It's mm-hmm. like a little bit of dopamine gets released when I know that people are having a good time staying at our place. That's sweet. Definitely. Hey, Micah, real quick. Yeah. Are, are you shuffling around some stuff or typing or something? There's a lot of noise coming through. Oh, uh, my wife's typing. So oh, okay. That. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, that's really cool, man. It seems like you were made for this. I mean, in a way. Yeah. Well, you, you know, it's 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 you know, not to get too religious thing, but but that's that's part of how God changed me. Is I'm, I'm made to serve. I went from being completely selfish. Uh, and I'm I'm in the process of trying to be selfless. Of course, three girls and one on the way, and a little boy and a wife. That that kind of makes you that way, though. Oh yeah. Yeah, they they say the girls do it to you. Yeah, they do. They do. Well, that's cool, man. Um, so you you're, you're doing really awesome on this one. Doing a great job. It's beautiful. Do you have plans for a second one or or more? Yeah, actually, there's there's one right around the corner from the one we have, and it's it's basically about the same age, around the same size. It's been vacant for about a year, and we've went to the county to get the tax records to find out where the owners live. And you know, me and my little boy, we actually cold call on them one day and knocked on their door and met them, and uh, basically. They just don't have plans right now to do anything with it, but they're kind of, you know, they're older people, so they're kind of sentimental with it. But our goal is to pay cash and, and flip it and do the same exact thing. Oh, sweet. Would you um, consider telling uh, – uh, have you showed them pictures of what you did to, to this one? 
Um, they've seen it. I haven't shown them the inside of it yet, but my plan right now is once a quarter, I'm dropping them a letter in the mailbox and probably in another month, I'm going to knock on the door again. And I may, that's a great idea. I may actually do that. Um, but I mean, other than that, I, I, you know, there's nothing I can really do, but I. Hello. Hello. We're at 52. Hey, Richie. 51. You might have to call Two him. grand a month. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, yeah. We lost you right when you said um, hey, other. Are you there? Yeah, yeah, we're here. Yeah, we're here. We lost you right yeah. when you said um, other than that. You, the, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Other, other than that, there's not a whole lot that we can do. But, I mean, I mean, financially, we're doing really, really good in the house that we have. But if we were to have two, I mean, I mean that could be, I mean that could be huge for us. Oh, big time! Wow, that's um, awesome. I guess, I guess why I was saying because you know they're they're sentimental about the house and 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 stuff like that. I was saying, well, maybe if they saw the pictures of what you did to this one and they from the inside and out and know that someone's going to take care of it and that you're going to have there like lots and lots of people are going to get to enjoy it you know it's going to be like a living breathing thing again maybe that might sway him a little that's what i was thinking that that's a brilliant idea you, you just gave me a new tip i think i might try <laughs> i think i might try that or give him a free <laughs> stay it'll work. give him a free stay at yours who knows you know <laughs> I, I, if that if that works, I give them a free week. <laughs> so, so I'm, I'm looking at your reviews, and it says you have all five star reviews. Now, quick question: Have you had any of the crazy guests pop up yet? Yes, I've had one. <laughs> <laughs> I've had one, and it was it was kind of a weird situation. Um, this was a, a young lady who uh, I knew it was a little awkward. And because of her, um, I bought a, one of the ring doorbells. Um, that was probably the best thing I ever bought. Um, I got it off Craigslist, brand new for 75 bucks. And I, it's like gold because I, I didn't know at the time. But when, when they pulled up, she said she was alone. She was going to stay there by herself, but there was another guy with her. And I mean, he looks super sketchy. He didn't oh. even get out of the car. I'm oh. like, okay, this this does not look good. And uh, they stayed there for three days. And on the the I think the third day they were supposed to leave by eleven. It's like twelve thirty. My mm. cleaning lady was headed over there, and she's like, "Hey, they're still here." I'm like, okay, hold up, I need to come over there. And so I don't know if they're going to start acting a fool or what's going on. And so I go over there, and, and they still got stuff everywhere. It's like, I mean, they they like some of the sheets were already messed up. They they, you asked about breaking anything. They broke my patio umbrella, oh, and I'm like, man. okay, these folks, they just need to leave. And so you know, I wanted to go in like Debo, you know, just like you know, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, give me your money while you're at it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I wanted to be like Debo, but then you know she starts crying and stuff. I'm like, you know, what's going on? And then, and then the the softer side prevailed. Like, okay, she's she's had a really bad life. I mean, mm-hmm. her kids got taken from her, uh, all kinds of stuff. So it's like me and the cleaning lady are sitting there, like just kind of counseling her about you know you can you know she doesn't have a job i'm like i'm just glad you paid up front but she's like i don't have a job i don't have a place to live 
And so for about 30, 45 minutes, we'll just kind of give her, you know, ideas on how to, you know, get out of the funk that she's in. And it turned out to be a, a good positive thing, but it was, it could have been super problematic because, you know, it, to be honest, if I didn't come over there, uh, I don't think they would have left. Yeah. Yeah. You so have squatters on your hands. Exactly. So that that's probably the worst situation that we've had. But with the ring doorbell, uh, I'm, you know, I wanted that because number one, I don't want pets in the house. That's like a clear rule. But I don't want to make sure somebody you know doesn't sneak one in, or if there's more than one, more than more guests than they actually said that they were going to be there. I can I can have some proof that you know what they said was true or not true. Yeah, that's a great tip. What um what price do you use a pricing app or you price it yourself? Um, it's I price it myself, but I kind of do a little local market research. Um, I found you know like like I was saying earlier, the guy in Nash, you know guys in Nashville, they're getting two hundred bucks a night. You know we're not getting two hundred bucks a night in Clarksville, um, so on average we're about one twenty five. So we do a $50 cleaning fee, and then our price is around $75 a night, something like that. And that's about average. But what I've been doing is just going through the different Airbnb locations um, that are local and kind of seeing where they're at. But also, you know, I've been doing a little field research within our, our Facebook page. So our Facebook page, Facebook page has about, you know, 550 likes on it. And so I'll ask them a little bit, too. Is this too much? Is that too much? I mean, we're nicer than a hotel. And I think, uh, for the most part, we're nicer than anywhere else as far as Airbnb or short-term rental in our area. So I'm going to charge just a little bit extra. But to be honest, I still think it's a great value. So we kind of adjust things from time to time. And some of that's based on, you know, is there a season coming up? Like, I know the spring and summer's coming up, and so, you know, people are going to want to book versus December, which was not too good for us. I you know some other times of the year are. It's like one of the first things we did, which was huge, was the um, the eclipse. You guys remember the eclipse last oh, year? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, Hopkinsville, Kentucky was voted, like, the one of the, like, number one spot to be in the nation for the eclipse. So everywhere around it just exploded and so that was one of the first um, bookings that we had was right around that and for like three nights i think we made like 1200 bucks wow yeah it was it was sick and so that that let me know that there's i mean there's money to be made in this and and you can have fun at the same time now was it good visibility that night day oh it was it's it's solar eclipse so it was the daytime daytime, Yeah, yeah it was super great I mean, this, I mean, we watched it. I live five minutes away from our Airbnb and we were watching it and it was, it was, uh, it was like, whoa, this is trippy. Bugs were chirping, you know, it, in the middle of the daytime, it's <laughs> wow. darkness. It, it was crazy. That's awesome. So you, you do a ton of research and that's, that's really cool. That's refreshing. Um, so have you have you implemented things, maybe um, just like experimental basis, some things that worked, some things that didn't work? Um, I would, I mean, uh, it's kind of a catch-all answer, but I would say everything. 
um, has, has basically been like an experiment. Um, from, from the book I was telling you about earlier, um, I mean, everything has been gleaned from, from other people. Um, even like, uh, the idea about packages and things like that. Um, I just, you know, research, what does the rich Carlton offer? You know, how do they do what they're doing? How could I scale that down on my level from what they're doing? What could I do reasonably? And so I would say, you know, one of the best ways for me is just to look at what other people are doing and how do you make it better? So it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's basically innovating from other people's ideas and contextualizing it for, 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 my, for my level, my That's area. That's great. That's great. So with, with your Airbnb and outside of being a pastor, have you gotten out of the rat race or are you planning to get out or how's that going for you? No, I mean, I, I actually think um, it's kind of interesting. Both accentuate the other. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, you know, being a pastor, I think it gives me a heart for people. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, I care about people. I want them to have a great time. You know, there's times where, you know, I get to do my thing. There's people who have sad. I mean, there are people that are going through hard times. Like our current guest right now, they've got a lot of medical problems. I mean, the mm-hmm. wife is, I mean, just a lot of medical problems. So, we're able to pray for them and let them know that we're praying for them. And that brings them encouragement. But on the other end of it, their B&B location um, also is a, a place where, where, where people can, can come in town. It's like, we've got a, a lady at our church. She's like, she has, she's a business owner and she's like one of my clients or one of my uh, employee needs to stay for two weeks. Mm-hmm. And so we're able to cut them a deal. They're happy. I'm happy. And so right now it's been like a, like a great mix of, of working together. You know, I don't know if it's going to be that way forever, but Mm -hmm. um, I think one day this would be great retirement income as well. Mm -hmm. Um, My, my hope is that, you know, this whole short term rental, short term rental thing is, is not going away. You know, it's kind of like a big wave kind of right now I feel, Mm -hmm. but, but my hope is that it'll stick around and, and become, especially with millennials, I think they're more likely to use things like this than even the the, the baby boomers. Yeah. Now, um, going back to um, the air, you like that? Um, we we all enjoy <laughs> the Airbnb professional hosts website or uh, right. Facebook page. So, right. um, do you do a lot of praying for those people on that site? Dude. <laughs> <laughs> because they could use some praying you know what i'm saying dude i i tell you what you are on my list now so 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 get ready you know thank you thank you you're brilliant with ideas (laughs) they do need some prayer though it gets pretty heated on there and we just get our popcorn and and enjoy it it's it's greatness it's it's it is quite spectacular, but you know it can be used. It's just like a power, you know. You know, like the the superpowers, they can be good for good or bad. And you know, and I've seen where they've been able to be really good lately. I've used it in the last couple of days just to get some ideas. You know, one of the one of the things I like to do is come up with how can I do this better? How can I get more people to notice this? And one of the ideas was how could I turn uh, uh, my Airbnb location into like a giveaway. 
where it could, you know, benefit somebody, but also draw a lot more interest to what I'm doing. And so I threw that out there on that forum and tons of people responded with, you know, we've done this, we've get, we've give a, a weekend away as to this charity and they made a lot of money and we had thousands of people share our site. Thousands of people like our page. And I'm thinking, how cool is that? That's you can actually awesome. do a lot. You can do a lot of good and it can, you know, in a sense, bless what you're doing. And so, I mean, I wouldn't have had the, 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 the more specific details of how to do any of that if there wasn't a forum like that. Because there's 19, almost 20,000 people on there. Surely somebody's either done or thought of or already experienced something that I'm thinking about. A wealth of knowledge, man. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I, I hit him up a few times too. I put I post some questions on there, and you know, <laughs> like ninety percent of them are like real good information, and ten percent of them are just trolling, and, and it's 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 entertaining though. Oh yeah. yeah, I mean, you got some losers there, just like you do anywhere. You just you know, kind of you know, chew the meat and spit out the bone. <laughs> That's perfect, man. I, I dig that. Oh man! So this is um, you've been a great guest. This is a beautiful house, and uh, hopefully, you know, we get the we get the bro hookups over here. You know, when we go stay at it. And uh, yeah, man, come come visit. Yeah, man, come visit Nashville. I only make you pay the cleaning fee. Oh, oh okay, man. We will definitely be heading that way. I'm come there, on, man. Yeah, you <laughs> run a podcast in your place, bro. That would be huge. I might even throw in the cleaning fee for free. Then if you if you've never been to Nashville. You got to check it out. There's so many things to do, restaurants everywhere, and you just can't beat Tennessee hospitality. Oh, man. Do we have to go like on a Tuesday and Wednesday in January or something? No, bro. You give me <laughs> enough time. If it's not booked, it's yours. Oh, I had another question for you because I noticed you weren't a super host, but you have all these five star glowing reviews. <laughs> Did you just start? Or? This is a perfect question. The very first booking. So, so we started August first, okay. but our 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 Airbnb account started around May. Okay, and what and what happened was somebody booked before we were ready, and oh, I had no. no idea. And so I didn't know what to do, and so I just canceled it, and I had no clue that that was going to affect me for a whole year. But but here here's a good thing about Airbnb. Okay. Here's a after after all the after all the, 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 the five star reviews and everything, they contacted me about three weeks ago. I don't know if you guys have ever had Airbnb call you, but they it was kinda weird. It's like what I do wrong. But they called me and they said, Hey, there's a there's a paper locally that wants to do an article on Airbnb and they want to use a host and we believe that you're probably one of the best ones in the area. Would you be interested in doing an article with them? And so we, we go through what all that means. And at the end, they said, is there anything that we can do for you? <laughs> and I said, well, uh, when I very first started, I had this cancellation before I was ready, and I didn't know what was going on. And matter of fact, the booking was like three months. So it's, you know, before uh, um, the booking was like three months later uh, from when they initially booked it. And so they said, well, let's just take that to whatever department. And we'll see what they can do. Well, it just so happened that the other day I looked again and that cancellation is gone. And so I'm up for review on August 1st and I've got everything else for super host status. 
Nice. Sweet. There you go, man. Now, if they would have been really so, cool, they would have just made you super host right away. But you know, uh, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's true. But you know, to be honest, I'm just super excited. Somebody listen. You know, it's nice to have a business that big that actually pays attention to to people. Yeah. Definitely. Or you could you could um, change the name to Superhost Sweet Cottage in Nashville Farm. <laughs> just put it on there. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna name mine Superhost. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> Let me know how that works for you. Yeah, well, um, well, thanks for thanks for coming on our show. Thanks for being a part of it and 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 dropping all this knowledge. I mean, we're I've learned a lot. I guess the I guess the biggest thing I got out of this show is just to be more, um, just to be more giving me, be more, um, I guess, responsive. Um, I don't I don't know if I'm just gonna care sit there. About people. Yeah, I care about people. I might not um, sit there and cry and pray with people, but. but <laughs> But <laughs> just kidding. I just messing with you. Um, but yeah, this is um, this is cool. You treat treat people good, and and good things will happen, right? That's exactly yeah. right. That's I'm exactly here, right. Uh, man. One last thing. I'm sitting here reading uh, Richard's whole profile to the uh, Sleepless Tiny House Sleep Six or the Tennessee Tiny House, and man, he's just trashing the hotel industry. Like, don't <laughs> go stay in a hotel for one twenty five a night. You can stay in an entire house built and designed for you. He's just hey, it's true. I, I wouldn't say it if it wasn't true. And that a matter of fact, I'm gonna. I told you guys a second ago. I'll give you the same offer. If you guys come to the Nashville area, I'll let you stay there for free, and you write a review of what you think compared to some hotel, and it, there's no comparison. Oh, that's well. I'm there. I'm so there. Um, real quick, uh, one more question. I was, I was thinking about it because you had mentioned something like. Um, uh, it's it's you didn't say the word girly the way that it's decorated, but you, you kind of alluded to it. Now, no, what's <laughs> right. the percentage of men to women that that rent the place? Uh, I would say seventy five twenty five. Seventy five um, women. Yeah, seventy more women than men. I'd say. At, now, at, now, and I balance that out with I've had a group of hunters stay twice. So, I mean, there's certain times of year that I've had, like, a group of grown, burly men that want to go deer hunting. They will pick this place, and they'll stay there. Even though it's it's a farmhouse chic kind of look, they love it. I think that's awesome, because I would, I would much prefer um, women renting out my place than men, just because, I, I don't know if they're all cleaner and and whatever <laughs> but i just think that yeah they they would treat it better than um than a man would that's just that's just my um thoughts i think you're right probably <laughs> no disrespect <laughs> I, to you dudes out there you know i've had my fair share of guests that are women that don't take care and men that don't take care but i i would agree that most likely women will take a little bit better care yeah, yeah, and we've had guys. We had we have a local theater production company here, and we've got thespians that will come and they'll stay. And those guys are super awesome. They keep it clean as anybody what? else. What thespian? Oh, okay. Thespian. That's a marketing. Okay, gotcha. I was like, whoa. <laughs> Sorry about that. What? what? Yeah, okay, gotcha. We are equal opportunity place. There you go. Gotcha. <laughs> All right. Well, thank yeah, you so Richard, much. Um, yeah. You got any more questions, Micah? That was it, man. Definitely how you've inspired me. I'm about to go make a video of my upstairs and start renting it out a little bit better and <laughs> add a few things. Definitely thank you for being on. 
I definitely see why Airbnb picked you. You were the right candidate. Yeah, uh, Richard Dixon. Go ahead and go ahead and tell people how they could um, they could um, contact you and, and and your websites and all that stuff again. Yeah, please. Uh, it's a Tennessee tiny house on Facebook. Uh, you just go to the, the the search engine on Facebook. Just type in a Tennessee tiny house. It'll take you right to us. Also, one of the fastest places is just go to uh, www.tennesseetinyhouse.com. Sweet, awesome. Now, how can people find us, um, Micah? They can find us on Facebook. Subscribe and rate us on iTunes. Send us an email, liveatthrive at gmail.com. Call us, 469-300-9100. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to us on YouTube. And uh, on Twitter, Stitcher for our uh, Androiders, iPhone-less people. And um, you can also check me out at sharebnb.com. And we are out. Thank you so much, Richard. Thank you, guys. Have a great day. Uh, We'll see you soon. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Live, Let, Thrive. Be sure to tune in next week for all the latest in the world of Airbnb and all that entails. Bye-bye.